Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Have you got a moment? I want you to take a look at the book with me. We have the unique opportunity through this podcast to allow you to hear a portion of a series I have entitled A Middle East News Update. It's basically looking at the last book in the Old Testament, the book of Malachi. We talk about the messenger and the message of Malachi, two brothers, two states, two temples, and two witnesses. Now today, we're going to be talking about two brothers. How do they play into end-time prophecy? Those two brothers would be Jacob and Esau. We're going to take a moment to listen to our study, and then I'll come back and tell you how you can have your own copy of Malachi, a Middle East news update. That's the five-part, five-hour series on the book of Malachi. Let's listen right now, and then I'll come back and talk to you a bit more. And what's going to happen? Doesn't matter who the leadership was. You know, by the way, Yasser Arafat wasn't his real name. He was a Husseini, like the Hajj Amman al-Husseini, like Husseini al-Husseini, like Amman Husseini, who is the head of the Islamic Trust who controls the Temple Mount. That's his cousin. I met with him the other day, and he said, the death of my cousin is not going to end at all. We've got a philosophy. We're going to rebuild. Rebuild? That's what old Malachi said. Those Edomites are going to rise up and rebuild. And I'll call their border the borders of wickedness. Still got Obadiah? Let me conclude. I've just given you the past significance, details of it, the description of the present situation, And now, oh, Malachi divulges what's going to happen. I'm going to have indignation against you Edomites forever. Better defined in the book of Obadiah. You got Obadiah? Everything from chapter, excuse me, from verse 1 to verse 14 in Obadiah has been fulfilled, even to the casting of the lots when it talks about it in verse 11 for the privilege of burning down the temple in 586 B.C. when Nebuchadnezzar came. Starting in verse 15 of Obadiah is prophetic and for the future. For the day of the Lord is upon the heathen as thou hast done, so it shall be done unto thee. Thy word shall return unto thee. Let me illustrate something, folks. I use these mic stands. You didn't think I was going to use them this time. I got them available. So here we go. How do I get that up? Let me just show you. These are the three main events in God's calendar of activities in the future as displayed or illustrated by these mic stands. God creates man 6,000 years ago, come along for 4,000 years. Jesus Christ come, lived, died, buried, resurrection, goes to heaven. Come along for 2,000 years. The next event, the rapture of the church. Jesus shouts, the archangel shouts, the gun sounds, and we go to be with him. Hadn't happened yet? I know it. Harry and I are still here. The rapture, the next main event. Then after that is a seven-year period of time. And then Jesus gets on a white horse. We all get on white horses. We come back. That's the revelation of the second coming. Then there's a thousand-year millennial kingdom, the great white throne judgment, eternity future. Now he says in verse 15, and the day of the Lord is at hand. Here's a definition of the day of the Lord. Any time in history when God intercedes in the affairs of man personally on the earth. Did you get that? I'll give it again. Any time in history 
when God intercedes in the affairs of man personally on the earth. It has a general usage. That's a thousand and seven years long. Not the rapture. First Thessalonians 5 says the rapture is not in the day of the Lord. Not the great white throne judgment. Revelation chapter 20 says the earth and the heaven fled away. So <laughs> that's not on the earth. But the general usage of that term any time in history when God intercedes in the affairs of man personally on the earth is seven years of the tribulation, the second coming to Christ, the thousand-year millennial kingdom. There is a specific usage to that term the day that Jesus Christ steps down on the Mount of Olives. How do you determine which it is? By the context. And this context is leading up to the specific day he steps down. What's going to happen? Verse 16. For as ye have drunk upon my holy mountain... When you use the word holy mountain, you're talking about the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. That phrase is used 18 times in the Old Testament. It's talking about the Temple Mount. You have drunk upon my holy mountain. Do they take a fifth of Jack Daniels and go up there and get polluted? No. It's talking about, as Zechariah 12:2 says, you become intoxicated with power. Because you control Jerusalem, you think you have the power you know that gold dome building on the, dome, on the Temple Mount? It's in the spot where the first temple stood for 400 years, the second temple stood for 600 years, a total of 1,000 years. You know how long that Dome of the Rock's been there? 1,313 years. They were intoxicated with power. That man I told you about, the cousin of Yasser Arafat, Amun Husseini, heads up the custodial responsibilities of the Temple Mount. They shut it down when they want to. Jews can't get up there. Christians can't get up there. In fact, the Mufti of Jerusalem, Sheikh Shabri, told me personally in Jerusalem, there's no evidence there's ever a Jew on the Temple Mount. That's arrogance. That's intoxication of power. That's what he's talking about in verse 16. Look what's going to happen. Verse 17. But upon Mount Zion, Zion, synonymous term with Jerusalem, upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. The Jews are going to come back. They will have their land, all of the possession God promised. Verse 18, and the house of Jacob shall be a fire and the house of Joseph a flame and the house of Esau for stubble. And they shall kindle in them and devour them and there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau. What's the ultimate the East Edomites, the house of Esau, the Palestinians are going to be destroyed as if they have never been. Jeremiah 49, verse 18. Obadiah. You see, the Jews, when Jesus steps back on the Temple Mount, the Jews will be the flame and the Edomites, the Palestinians, will be the stubble, and they will be consumed. And never in history, never in history has it been like this. Oh, Malachi wrote about it 2,400 years ago. He said, the Edomites, the descendants of Esau, the Palestinians will rebuild. But then he quoted the Lord saying, I'll call their borders the borders of wickedness. And I'll have indignation against them forever. See how up to date Malachi is? He laid it out. It's all there. And in concert with the other prophets, 
we see that the stage is set. Every actor in place and the curtain about to go up on the fulfillment of Malachi, Obadiah, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel's prophecies. Palestinian people in place to fulfill prophecy with or without Yasser Arafat. We're here. Oh, that's just before the second coming, which is preceded by seven years of tribulation, which is preceded by <laughs> the rapture. We're out of here to be with him. Father, thank you for the book. It's awesome. Articulate, accurate, authoritative, absolute. And it's detailed description, divine detailed description of this day of destiny seems to define the day in which we're living. In light of that, we need to take the exhortation of Malachi, offer pure sacrifice, love properly, and quit stealing from God as you await the soon coming Messiah. My precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us today. Malachi, a Middle East news update, is what we have been studying, and we've been talking about the two brothers that God told their mother would become peoples in the end times and play a key role just prior to the return of Jesus Christ. Well, there's much more to study in this five-part, five-hour series, Malachi, a Middle East news update. Actually, it's like reading from the front page of the newspaper. You need to study this book, and you can have your own copy by calling our toll-free number or going to our website and making a purchase of Malachi, a Middle East news update. Our toll-free number is 877-674-3298. That's a toll-free number from all across America. Or you can go to our website and make your purchase that way. The address of our website, www.prophecytoday.com. This is Jimmy DeYoung thanking you for taking the time to take a look at the book with us. You know, Malachi, with his Middle East News update, written some 2,500 years ago, it's like reading from the front page of the newspaper today all evidence that Jesus Christ could be coming very soon. Remember, before he comes back to the earth, the rapture takes place, and we're caught up to be with him in the air. And that rapture actually could happen at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...